Hello, welcome everyone. To welcome to the, the Kibbles show. Uh, we're calling it Kibbles because Ken, Bob, and Leaf are the people on the show. No Ken tonight, but that's okay. I'm Leaf. I'm Bob. I'm Kendra. I'm Leaf's wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, it's the Kendra, Bob, and Leaf show today. Yeah. So. It's still Kibbles. Yeah, it's still Kibbles. It's still Kibbles. <laughs> uh, currently talking about families, and Bob and Kendra are doing. A relatives around me on the family search app. Not a sponsor, but you should get it. We, you should get it, and and uh, just to let you know that Kendra and I are, live about as far away from each other as possible. And when we we're growing up, because you grew up in Idaho, mm -hmm. I grew up in Connecticut, long walk, and so we didn't see each other very much until more recently when Leaf came into the picture. Yeah, and. Uh, Kind of brought us together. Thank you very much. Yeah, Dave. you're welcome. Figured I'd do something right. And we find out that uh, we're related, 10th cousin, and she's related to me through Moses Lambert West, who you have no idea who he is, do you? Zero idea. No idea. But this guy, Moses Lambert West, he's my grandfather. He lived in Martha's Vineyard in the 1800s. That's rich people land. That is well, it wasn't people. back in that time. <laughs> well, but he owned a nice, big, large farm there, and uh, he was fortunate enough to have. Uh, nine children. Unfortunately, they were all daughters, hmm. and so none of them wanted to take over the farm, and so he sold the farm. And now we now no longer have any land on Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> but so anyway, close to greatness. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> Obama could have bought our land, and then I'd be retired. That would have been something. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, should we call Ken and see if he'll jump on with us? Yeah. Okay, so this is our first episode. Also, be a great test on if, if we had somebody call in, how the voice oh, quality that would be great. over a phone would be. Great idea. So let's let's call Ken and tell him he's live on. Now I hope he answers the phone. He may not even have power up there because this show comes to you live from Vermont, and when it rains like it's raining now, power goes out everywhere. Yeah. So phone is ringing. Yo. Mr. Ken, how are you, sir? Not bad, Mr. Bob, sir. Oh, that's not good. So we are calling you uh, live from the uh, Kibble Show. Oh, that figures. And so you are, uh, this is the Ken portion of the show. Ken didn't make it down tonight because it's a long ways off that big mountain of his. Ken was never told. Oh, did we start this without telling Ken? Now, Ken, are you talking about dinner or kibbles? I thought Bob just said, Kibbles, he, you knew I wasn't coming down for dinner. I'm going out with the missionaries. Right, yes. So we're, we're, just, we're just playing around with Kibbles right now. Yeah, we have no idea what we're doing, so we figured we'd give you a call and see how it came out. I have no idea what's going on. So, so think of it as this. When we want to call Sister Young and have her on the phone... You are the test of how good phone quality is over a microphone. Glad to know I can be of some help. Well, well we are too, because we have been scratching our heads and trying to figure out how you could be of help. <laughs> I have no answer. <laughs> so you're going out tonight? You know, it's supposed to, supposed to snow tonight. I know, but we're going out to meet with Barbara, the investigator. So, Barbara just for people who don't know who she is, is an amazing person. And uh, uh, that was something I didn't want to see. But anyway, <laughs> Barbara's an amazing person who we uh, I've gotten to know over the last few days in the Family History Center. Wow. 
And she is a live wire. She is, uh, we've been talking a little bit about family history tonight, Ken. And so, um, How old is tell she her been? I said hi. 83. Yeah, she's 83. I tell her that. Alright, anyway, we'll see how this comes out. We'll send you a copy of it. Yeah, you do that. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That was Ken Cipher. So what were we talking about earlier? Uh, you were telling a story about Martha's Vineyard sold the land. Obama should have bought it. You could have retired. Yeah, but there we are. We didn't, and uh, he didn't, and so we're not retired. Hmm. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, right? Thanks, uh, Grandpa West. So what was your mom asking us earlier that we were going to discuss, and we've forgotten all about Oh, well, it. when you were on the phone with your sister, she was going on about RSV. Oh, let, let no, me. you said Coke was now acceptable. Oh, yes. So so we are um, the Kibble Show, and we are fueled by Coca-Cola because it's over Coca-Cola drinking that we've been uh, created this show, the yeah. idea of this show, because <laughs> um, Coca-Cola is now legal if you're LDS, by the way. It's, uh, when did that happen? Oh, it's, uh, it's fairly recent, actually. Um, I think maybe the prophet likes Coke. I don't know. Breaking news from Vermont. Coke is legal. In the LDS Church. In the LDS Church. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a is not a temple recommend issue if you drink Coke. You didn't see Bob's article on, like, Mormon Newsroom? Yeah. No. Oh. That's because they shut it down because it's no longer called Mormon Newsroom. Well, then green tea ought to be uh, acceptable. Green tea has Come on over here. Sit down here. Medicinal, uh, well, now joining the show is Deborah, my mother. She's a feisty one. She works for Dartmouth, so they know everything there. <laughs> yes. And, and according to Deborah, uh, green tea should be made legal in the church, too. Is green tea not legal in I the church? I thought green tea was legal. I, I did, green too. Tea the prophet spoke directly from the pulpit. About green, green tea? Green tea. He said green tea? Done. The prophet as in President Nelson. Yes. All right. Well. Said green tea is out? Green tea is out. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. First live from Vermont, you learned that the prophet has said green tea well, is out. Well, we're fact-checking because oh, yes. that's what PC people do. That's right. We're fact-checking. Church clarifies word of wisdom, stance on green tea. There we go. Here we go. From LDS Living. Is that a reputable source? No. It's not? Vaping? Oh, vaping's in this, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Huh. Vaping. Well, I think LDS living is legit, but your father thinks it's not. Hmm. Oh. Maybe we should do a poll. Hmm. <laughs> yes. We'll put the poll as a we'll do a survey monkey and put that link with the, the podcast. There we go. Say select all that you believe are against the word of wisdom, and we'll list everything. List everything. It'd be like a quiz. Yes. Uh, uh, test your knowledge on the word of wisdom quiz. And if you fail, sucks being you. You don't get yeah. into heaven. If you fail, <laughs> you have to go talk to the bishop <laughs> and get your temple recommend reviewed. All right, so what do we hear about green tea? Well, so this says, according to the New Era, which let me, in a recent New Era article, the church, blah, 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 blah. Um, the New Era article... Oh, that's vaping. According to the New Era, both green tea and iced tea are still considered tea and are against the word of wisdom. Wow. There you have it. I disagree. Well, oh. um... Yeah, we yes, could, I'm going to hell too. We, this is the statement from the church right here. The word of wisdom is a law of health for the physical and spiritual benefit of God's children. It includes instruction about what foods are good for us and those substances to avoid. 
Over time, church leaders have provided additional instruction on those things that are encouraged or forbidden by the word of wisdom and have taught that substances that are destructive, habit-forming, or addictive should be avoided. In recent publications for church members, church leaders have clarified that several substances are prohibited by the word of wisdom, including vaping or e-cigarettes, green tea, and coffee-based products. They also have cautioned that substances such as marijuana and opioids should be used only for medicinal purposes as prescribed by a competent physician. I'm really surprised about that. I mean, President Nelson is a physician, and there is tons of research out there of the health benefits of green tea. Oh, okay. This is straight from the church website. So so let's have a discussion about that for a second. So President Nelson should know better. However, my understanding is that President Nelson is a spokesman for... The big man upstairs. Yes, that's right. The Savior makes that call. So, if the Savior tells the prophet, no go on green tea, the prophet has no choice but to pass that word along. I understand, and I went through my uh, green tea supply and threw it all out. See that? Now we have here a person who knows how to follow the prophet. Okay, here's directly from the church website, Squirrely. Um, So, your husband can't disagree with LDS Living. Green tea and black tea are both made from the leaves of the exact same tea plant. Green tea and black tea? Yes. So this is what I was under the impression of, that it was the tea leaves that were the problem. That extract was okay, but apparently we're going to learn otherwise. The only difference is that the leaves in black tea are fermented, and in green tea they're not. They're both tea and against the word of wisdom. Some drinks have tea in them, but do not, don't advertise that fact. So always check the ingredients. Also, iced tea is still tea. What about green tea extract? Well. That's in a lot of uh, energy or health drinks. Well, that is kind of a play on words, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Gospel according to Leaf, I don't think... you are going to be kicked out of heaven. Right, if you're like actively saying like, I'm going to drink tea and I know what's wrong. That could be an issue. That's an issue. Right, if you... Because then you're not sinning ignorantly, you're sinning willingly. Right, with the whole sin of commission versus omission. That's a big no-no. Right? But what if you're going down the grocery lane and you see this health drink and you decide to read the ingredients and at the end it says green tea extract you can go in our pantry right now and there is something in there that i drink that has green tea extract in it so that's not good apparently i'm a sinner well Without breaking my arm in the process, I can say I don't drink any green tea uh, extract. I limit my unhealthy drinks to the Coca-Cola product. And that's good, because you said limit, right? All things in moderation. Right. But caffeine isn't good for you. Uh, Ah, well. Well, let's let's look that up, too. I thought the church had a thing against caffeine. No. Caffeine is is not good. Oh, Real quick, the new area was the magazine. 
Yes. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know the New Era magazine was a thing. Oh, you don't? Come I, on, now you I found a bunch of... you the New Era, but you never read it. No, you be. read me or bought... Friend? Well, yeah, when I was in primary. Yeah, yeah like so I found a bunch era. of... All right, anyway, Squirrely, what were you saying? Caffeine. Oh, caffeine. What's That's, wrong with caffeine? There's tannic acid in caffeine. Yeah. And tannic acid is used to tan hides of critters. Do you know how many times my parents tanned my hide when I was younger? I know, but you ought to take a look at your uh, liver and your kidneys. They will have a nice tan to them. <laughs> She's right. You're tan, Bob. <laughs> Coke is also really well for getting like blood stains off the road. Like off animals. the road? Mm-hmm. Off the road. Yeah, because... My dad's an EMT, and so, like, when they would go for, like, accident sites or things like that, um, their, like, main EMT dude, he would always pack a can of Coke just to get, like, the blood stains off the road. So then, like, it was less disturbing for the family when they showed up if there wasn't, like, blood everywhere. You know, I don't think we've ever... Fun fact for you. ...reached that level of Actually, concern here in Vermont. Oh, boy. I believe I just read Coke... When you you know in your toilet you have the, yeah you can clean your toilet with it you clean your toilet with coke right yeah absolutely cleans up all those stains and stuff I have an unstained innard I'm really confused as to her stance and I like how she's getting upset at you <laughs> about it um, can I have another coke please <laughs> so I can get my own coke coming right up. <laughs> We can make a pyramid out of all the empty Coke cans. Oh, muchas gracias. So I don't think that in Vermont we've reached that level of concern for the people who's... It also works on animal blood too, like deer, elk. Right, but so just saying that a week and a half ago I went to the temple with the kills and you would not believe how many looked like water balloons that had landed on the highway full of blood. What? Oh yeah, it was pretty rough. Wow. Yeah, I mean mostly. Like, like if you if you have a if you have a semi truck going seventy miles an hour, and Bambi prances out across the road, it ain't good for Bambi. Well, no, I, I think that's why it's mostly used. Human blood. No, 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 no. Huh? Well, there's not enough people in New Hampshire to be running across the road. No, oh. like it's. There are in Massachusetts though. With guns. Yes. Well, no, they don't have guns in Massachusetts. No, but those people did. Remember they were going to Maine? The anarchists. And those right. people drive crazy down there. I, so don't like you being, want... I don't like you being fired up with a pair of scissors in your hand. <laughs> so in Massachusetts, you know, Massachusetts is a well-named state. Now, it has the spelling of Massachusetts in there, along with the word A-S-S, buried within that name of Massachusetts, which would be a good indication of what kind of people live in Massachusetts. Yeah. Not coming out and actually saying that, but if you've ever driven in Massachusetts, you can understand, and it helps you to kind of feel sorry for them. It was probably a divinely inspired state naming. Yeah. Welcome to Massachusetts. Watch how we drive. That should be like the state logo. Yeah. Do you think there are bad drivers when they just had, like, horse carriages? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, do you think this is a generational, like, a... Well, I mean, if... It's in the if, water uh, type thing, or... If Cain and Abel had a little bit too much moonshine, and then they were driving the horse, I, I'm sure they were a little... 
tipsy. A little like, tipsy. We could really get into a conversation in the water. In the water. Oh. What's in the water? Oh, yes. What's in the water? Well, we're not in Flint, Michigan, so... No. Randolph. Or Randolph, but we're not oh. going to go down that road oh. on our first oh. conversation. You'll have to explain it to me later, because I don't get it. So, anyway, as we were talking about people in Massachusetts who drive weird, um, unfortunately, to get to the temple, you have to go through a 50-mile stretch of Massachusetts, and it's really hard to keep that spirit with you when you drive across that state line. So if the church was smart, they would expedite building a temple building a temple here for us Vermonters and then we wouldn't have to go through Massachusetts. Right. And we could import people to work in the temple. Cuz there's not enough people in Vermont to keep the temple. Right. Well, that's you could That's not true. That's you're right. I'm wrong. You could staff the temple with the people in Vermont. But you couldn't staff the temple and have patrons at the same time. But then couldn't we just recruit from, like, New Hampshire, since they're just right across the river? Yeah. Wait a minute, Brother Dunkel. How many people does it take to staff a small temple? How many people does it take to change a light bulb? Well, it takes less now that they're shutting down all the cafeterias. So, so, well, we can't really get into all the conversations of how many people it takes to staff the temple. However, in my experience... There are usually eight brethren and 14 sisters in there when I go to my early morning meetings. Eight plus 14 yeah. is? 22. Now, there are not 22 temple recommending recommended worthy people, people in Vermont to I, staff I a temple. I don't know. I don't know. How many are in this room? One. Maybe two. Well, that's why I said maybe two. Oh my gosh, stop. Um, today's World Kindness Day, Bob. Is it? Yes, so. So we have to be nice to each other? Well, we tried, it lasted a couple minutes, so. But just so you know, it is World Kindness Day. Nice. So that's why, we're, that's why we chose to do Thanksgiving dinner today. Well, on I World do, Kindness I Day. I do appreciate it. So. So a little bit about Brother Dunkel, if I may. He's been single for more years than he's been on. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the Johnson clan, bless their hearts. Let me take notes. Uh, new segment, Dating with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go down that road. But uh, the Johnson clan has been kind enough to uh, feed me Thanksgiving dinner this year, which is Sister Johnson is working so hard in the kitchen doing. And uh, and greatly appreciated. What's going on over there? Update on dinner. Okay. Dirty looks. Not good. Potatoes needed to be used. Oh. Are they green with stuff growing out of them? Nope. Not yet. Because my mom always called them eyes. You know, like... Yeah, You need are. to cut the eyes off the potatoes. They're like this long. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you plant the eye. Yeah. We would just plant the whole potato. Like, if the eyes were that long, that's what we so would So did you have a replant. potato farm? My grandparents did. How big was it? Well, when before they downsized, their farm was pretty big. They um, mostly did, like, sheep. They did some cattle. Um, and then they did potatoes and, I think, some wheat or barley. Now, how, much, how many potatoes did they grow? I mean, I know you don't know, like, 400,000, but... Um, I think for potatoes, they had... 
two to three acres, maybe, or more. I'm not really sure so how big So they grew one potato or two potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> three or three potatoes more? Well, I know that it took, because they had eight kids, and it took them about a week to harvest all the potatoes. Wow. So. They do it with machinery or by hand? Um, by hand, because they were up um, in what was called Alder Creek, and I mean, you still can't get really water or power up there at the ranch, so it was all by hand. They still have the ranch? No, they sold the ranch in 63, and that's when they moved into town and got the house. Farmers are harvesting between 24,500 and 61,000 pounds of potato per acre. So about 180,000 pounds of potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the high end. Wow. So 75 to 180,000 pounds. And they sell for what, a dollar a pound? Two dollars. Dollar ninety nine. I don't think the farmers get that. No, much. they definitely no. don't get that. I know like hay, wheat, barley prices are absolute doo-doo when it comes to buying from the farmers. That's why... If you ever want beef, sponsor FFA Kids Project. And they do cow-calf projects, and they can just buy the cow straight from them, and money goes directly to the family instead of giant corporations. I think so, the local game warden just pulled in. Oh, did he? I Yeah, I oh, mean, I lots, of, so. lots of bright lights. Yeah, no lights on top, so I'm okay. <laughs> you didn't see the deer attached to your car yet? Yeah, right. He didn't want to be on duty when he arrested you. Is that him? Yes. No, wow. really. The deer ran out in front of me. It was either him, my car, or shoot the deer. So I shot the deer. I mean, I don't know if you ever ran into this, but if you um, if you hit an elk or an antelope or a deer out in Idaho, um, you need to stay by it if you want to keep it, or else someone else will come and pick it up and take it home. So when I was in Wyoming, hmm. I was driving across Wyoming one night, one one year with Wendy and little Matt. They were coming back east with me to visit. And we hit a deer in Pinedale, Wyoming. Ew. You ever been there? Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing so there. So there's, there's a bunch of bad things about hitting a deer in Pinedale, Wyoming. One, it's like you said, there's nothing there. <laughs> and <laughs> two, it's a long ways to where there is something there. And so we hit this deer pretty hard. I mean, it messed up the car pretty bad yeah probably took a big hit in the radiator too well so it happens that there was a sheriff coming towards us when this deer jumped over this whatever and landed in front of us and then we hit it and so uh so the sheriff stops i stopped of course the front end of the car is all wrinkled up and it's in rough shape i had a hard time getting the door open to get out mm -hmm. everybody in the car was okay though so the sheriff and I are talking about it, and he says, well, he says, uh, he looks at the car, and he looks at the ground, he says, you're not leaking any radiator fluid or anything, there's no water coming out, so the car might still run. I've got some bungee cords in there, we can <laughs> put your bumper back together, <laughs> off you can go. He says, do you want the deer? He asked me if, he, if I wanted to take the deer home with me, I said, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm driving to Vermont. I think it would be kind of awkward driving through mm. Chicago <laughs> with a deer on the top of the car and the rest of my car bungeed together. But, you know, that car made it back. And uh, and we were lucky because 
the air conditioning didn't work. A lot of stuff in the car didn't work. And we're driving mm-hmm. down the highway, and you can hear stuff dropping off every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, like, you'd be driving, all of a sudden, you oh, <laughs> there goes something. <laughs> and uh, as we're driving through Chicago, of course, people looking at you like, what happened to that guy's car? And then, um, but we made it back. And then the insurance company came up and looked, they totaled the car. And they mm-hmm. could not believe that I made it from Western Wyoming to Vermont <laughs> in that piece of wreckage, but uh, we we made it. And, and the, so there's no air conditioning in the car, mm-hmm. and it was the coolest weather in the Midwest they'd had in years. I mean, like when it was August and we drove through Chicago, it was only like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty lucky because it can be miserable in Chicago in the middle of summertime, with or without climate change. Well, geez, the deer would have been. Refrigerated, then you yeah. should have brought it home. No, should have. We should have just thrown salt all over it. Yeah, there you go. Been fine. I mean, you make it pretty fast across the country. It would have been fine. Yeah, it tenderized. Yes. So anyway, we did not keep it. I'm sure they donated it to somebody. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Helping hands. You provided to a family in need. Yes. What? Stop clicking your pen. It's super annoying. You're super annoying. <gasps> oh. Rude. Wow. Wow. So let's have a little um, marital session here. <laughs> Dating with Bob. <laughs> Relationship with Bob. Doctor, what was her name? That uh, doctor, uh, shoot. Used to be a like a family counselor they had on the radio. She was hilarious. Nobody liked her. Because... The radio's a wide place. Uh, yeah. What station? Always, it was always on these talk radio shows. Oh, so it's like Dr. Phil, but for marriages. Yeah, but she was a very conservative radio host. and was telling people, you know, you shouldn't uh, do this, that, and the other. And, and mm-hmm. Nobody liked her, so I don't know. If she... How dare she? <laughs> yeah, we're like... Hmm, then I'll... Boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> what? Boundaries, anyone? No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we were... Uh, talking about putting this blog together one of the things we podcast bob blog podcast. Is, yeah blog is like written out written written yes as we're putting this moms. the ideas of this podcast together we had discussed um, making this kind of a, a little bit slapstick and a little bit serious and uh and somewhat gospel oriented yeah is that about right yeah i'd say a lot of slapstick though a lot of slapstick honest honest slapstick right and um, and so, so the boundaries we're going to have in this, uh, we won't use names, and and make fun of people by name. We'll just make fun of them without their names. And so, um, and and there's it's all open game. So I could be made fun of or leaf. I'm easier to make fun of because I have a longer history of dumb stuff in my life. Leaf and Kinder are fairly young, so they haven't had that experience of being able to make a lot of dumb mistakes. But well, Ken will be even easier to pick on because he has Ken a few a more years. Right. Yeah, he's got a lot more experience of dumb mistakes. He'll defend it, though. Yes. He's good at it. Ken's a Navy vet, and which makes him a great man. Uh, anybody that served in the Navy is uh, one up above everybody else. <laughs> um, and uh, we live in a ward here in Vermont. Central Vermont. We could probably tell them what ward, right? Yeah. South Royalton Ward. Now, for those of you who have no idea where South Royalton, Vermont is, 
It's just a little bit north of White River Junction, Vermont, which is about a mile and a half from Petticoat Junction, which was a t TV show back in the day. You never heard of Petticoat Junction? Nope. Oh, anyway, it's, it's a train stop and a bunch of cute girls in petticoats lived there. Huh. Yeah, it was huh. a dumb show. But anyway, we live in central Vermont, and uh, things are done a little bit differently here than in most other areas <laughs> of the church and the world in general. And so we just thought this is a really fun place to make fun of ourselves, and, um, and so we're going to go for it. It's also November. This rain could be snow. It could and be. And there's not going to be a whole lot to do anyway. Right. It gets dark so early here, there's no point in getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, when, uh, I don't know, last week or something I read an article that said, um, today is the last time you will see the sun before 5.30. You will I not thought they said 5 o'clock. I did read that. Oh, but then it was something like, you won't see the sun until 5 or 5.30 until like the end of February. Yes. And that was kind of depressing to read. The next step would be not seeing the sun at all, but that you have to go a little bit further north for that. So, mm. but here in Vermont, I did see a thing that um, like the northern lights were going to come down our way. I think there have been a lot of times that the northern lights have quote, come down our way, but I have yet to see them. Yeah, I saw the northern lights twice in my life. Once in Connecticut, of all places. Wow. And then once in Utah. Hmm. So, I think one time it did say that it was going to come down to St. George, but that's a pretty far stretch for yeah. the lights to go down. No, the article I read, it was saying that, like, um, like the whole thing is shifting. Like, so the people up in, like, Canada, Alaska might not see it, and it might just all be, like, Northern America. Well, we would like to introduce to you Gomer Pyle over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or Sergeant, uh, what was his name? Sarge? How are you, Sarge? <laughs> Wrong division of life. So this is uh, Ron Johnson, Ronnie Johnson, short for Moroni Johnson, who is a direct descendant of another Moroni. And I don't know how far back the Moronis go, but we do know of a Moroni in the Book of Mormon. And who knows, he might be related. And, I mean... He was in New York, right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Ron, Ronnie Johnson here is a very good friend of the family's, uh, being the head of the family. and um, Well, that doesn't mean he's a good friend, <laughs> just because he's the head. And he happens to serve as a wildlife officer, right? State game warden. So, do you have any stories for us today? Well, I sat, <laughs> sat down at my shop from uh, about 9.41 until... Uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> it goes like this, see? There was this one guy who was hunting off the road, and he thought he could get away with it, but nope. Because I know these things. I can spot them a mile away. <laughs> Not exactly how my day went. Oh. Oh. Well, you're still smiling. Better or worse? Well, I had fun. Chase two four-wheelers down, ATVs, Ooh. with a 16-year-old and 15-year-old girl on each one. Hurry up, Harry! He's catching us! Well, if a girl's named Harry, then we really need oh, to no, talk about Oh, no, she's riding behind Harry. Oh. <laughs> Hurry up, Harry! I see him coming! Well, it's okay, I'm going. <laughs> Pretty sure Harry was not involved. There was, that, there was that road, though, where that curve at the bottom was all full of mud, and that was the end of that chase. 
right? No, we put it in four-wheel drive and went up an old log road, and they decided to stop. Good choice. Hmm. Where was this at? Yep. No, he can't tell us. Ooh. <laughs> Top secret. Top it secret. was because it was miners. Ah, oh, boo. Oh, boo. So you couldn't even arrest them, could you? Were they poaching or just in the wrong place at the wrong time? I was right place, right time. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, this is boring. Yeah, what the heck? The least you could do is make up a story. If we shut the mic off, can we know? (laughs) (laughs) So we understand we're supposed to get snow tonight. It might be. It's raining pretty heavy. Yeah. If it snows like it's raining, we're going to have two feet by sunup. Well, I did hear them say on one of the... On one of the channels that does uh, ski reports, that we could get areas in the in Vermont could get up to three inches an hour at the rate. Now, whether that's going to happen here or Wasn't not. Wasn't there a ski area that already opened for us? Look they started making snow. It's snowing on Goodwin Hill. It's snowing on Monarch Hill right now. Because I don't think Okemo And it's makes snowing on Patriarch snow. Hill, right? Is that Patriarch right there? Yeah, probably. Well, maybe snowing 30,000 so, feet above Patriarch. We do need to correct you. Yeah. When I first got involved in law enforcement, the state police, while they were training me, nicknamed me Walker Royalton Ranger. Oh. How's that? How's, is that like a, a, a Canadian thing? I am. The TV well, let show. me tell you, we're from Canada. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that, but I'm from Canada. Chuck Norris, Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, you're from Texas. No, well, Royalton. Shoot. Come on. Oh, well, Royalton. But if you're really going to be true, Roscoe B. Coltrane. <laughs> Come on, Flash. Well, you dang sure got your wish now, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but they give me more than one bullet. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you get to use them? All depends. All depends. <laughs> so are there any non-minor related stories that you can tell us from today? A lot of good deer shot that I saw for opening morning, and it was a nice take. First one reported at Tego General Store in Pomfret was a four-pointer, 180 pounds, fully field-dressed. Wow. Excellent deer. Nice. Hmm. I know that uh, Morrison's got one this morning. Um, Which Morrison? Uh, Mike Morrison and Anissa Morrison's kids. So either Camden or... Trenton. Trenton, Trenton, yeah, or Thatcher, or Thatcher, Thatcher. yeah. If y'all are listening, let us know. Yeah. I hope it's Camden. <laughs> Why is he the only one with a license? <laughs> <laughs> no, because <laughs> he was one of my Boy Scouts. Oh, one of your Boy Scouts. That's right. So, so speaking of Boy Scouts, we we're telling everybody how we live in Central Vermont and things are done a little bit differently here than in most other parts of the church or the world or the universe, probably for that matter, and. Uh, so Ron, Ronnie Johnson here was the scoutmaster for uh, a few decades. Eight years. Oh, eight years. It seemed <laughs> I, like a few decades. <laughs> I was an adult scouter for 26 years. And uh, the majority, if not all, of his scouts obtained the uh, rank of eagle. Well, thank you for being generous. It was about 50%. Well, it seemed like <laughs> most of them or all of them. Well, it beats the 3% national amber- average by the, a lot. The only two I cared about made Eagle Scout. So. <laughs> I was going to say the relevant ones made Eagle Scout. And this is why we don't use names. <laughs> That's right. We do not use because names. Because you can... In fact, I even made Eagle Scout while I was the Scoutmaster. 
Well, that you sounds know, like a conflict of interest. I made, I made, uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Although they backdated it after the National Review to uh, a while ago. I think I made Tenderfoot. I'm pretty sure. What is Tenderfoot? It's like the nothing. first rank. Yeah, it's like, like that's nothing. like the participation award. That's like the one you get for. No, you. there was the Scout Badge, was the participation <laughs> award. He actually did. One thing, probably. Yeah, we probably set a campfire that didn't burn the forest down that particular time, and they're like, "Give him a badge, and then send him home." (laughs) And he and he made it through the night in his tent. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, camping and me were have always been friends. My problem when I was growing up down in Connecticut, without naming the wards, because I don't want to like, you know, was that we had scoutmasters that really didn't care. And so we just hung out, played basketball, chased the girls, and did nothing else. So uh, We had a lot of fun. The nights you helped me were great. I don't know, Leaf, you were one of these Boy Scouts. How'd you feel about it? Wanted to drive. So, uh, I don't know. I had fun. It was... We had a good group of kids. Did you explain the part about you wanted to drive? Well, no, because I just said it. Hey. Get your Eagle Scout... And you can drive. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's motivation behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael might have been the same way, actually, if I remember correctly. Pretty Maybe sure was, we all got it about I the same time. Jacob, yeah. 15 and 16. Leith and Michael all got their Eagle rank badge so that they could use their license to drive. Yes. Yeah, Dad was kind of a uh, hard, hard case about stuff. Happens. It was yeah. fun, though. But you know what? The results come out pretty good when you race. You know, because after a young man gets his license, turns 16, has a little more freedom, the scouting thing tails off a little bit, and he gets more involved with his hormones, shall we say. It sounds like a good segment called Dad Talk. Okay, now we've moved into the Dad Talk <laughs> section. Mothers, if your children are under the age of 12, please turn off the radio and Put them in another room, and then you can turn the radio back on. We'll give you the count of five. Four, three, two, one. Okay, so let's go on to Dad Talk. I wasn't sure what's going on here. Well, hormones is more than a four-letter word, so we're not going down that far. But um, let's talk about Dad Talk. Dad Talk's important. If there's no Dad Talk, there's no accountability. No accountability, we lose integrity. We lose integrity, we have chaos, and we in our society, well, you can see the effects in our society of no dad talk. You know, I watched a, a movie, it's one of my favorite movies, called uh, Secondhand Lions. Has anybody seen that movie, Secondhand Lions? Do you like that movie? I there we go. It. It's yeah. a great movie. Oh, you've never seen that movie? Have you seen it? I, I have not. It. Oh, my Good goodness. Good on for you, Kendra. So so yeah, these guys are in this movie. I can't remember their names now. But they are the most amazing actors. And they, they played this part perfect. And they're in this... Uh, in this uh, Yeah, you can look it up and, yeah. and enlighten us. Um, however, they, they go into this uh, place to eat lunch. And while they're eating lunch, these teenage boys come in and... You know, they're getting a little bit rude and frisky and stuff. And these guys are in their 80s, probably, in this movie. And uh, and so, Dreyfus, is Dreyfus in the movie? Richard Dreyfus? Mm-hmm. No, it's not Richard Dreyfus. This is what the 
thing says, As a shy adolescent boy who's named Walter is taken by his greedy mother to spend the summer with his two hard-boiled great-uncles. Right, but what's Cub the name of the Garth, actors? Robert Duvall ah. and Michael Caine. Michael Caine oh. and Robert Duvall. So Robert Duvall, okay, comes in, and he's sitting Good in the actor. store, and, and the boy comes up, this teenager comes up and takes some of his food. And he grabs his hand and says, don't do that. And anyway, the bottom line is he gets into a fight with these guys. He trashes three of them. And then, and then uh, says, uh, you got, you know, he gives them the what every boy needs to know to be a man speech. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's about what it needs to There's be. There's the invite. There's the invite. To go see the movie. Go see the movie. They're not sponsoring us because we are powered sponsored by Coca-Cola. By Coke. No, you no, can't. No, we're not we're sponsored not. by Coke. Oh, you're powered by Coke. Fueled by Coke. Yes. <laughs> so with Michael Caine being one of the other actors with Robert Duvall in that movie, it reminds me, since we're in Dad Talk, that Michael Caine also played in uh, some of the Batman movies. Yes, he and did. one of the things that he... No, wait a minute. You're talking about the wrong... Michael Caine wasn't in Batman, was he? Uh, the only Batman I really care about is Christian Bale. Yeah, but I don't think Michael Caine did. Uh, and there was three. Ask Google. Michael Caine was Michael Caine and Batman. And there was some dude named Adam, right? Well, he was married to Eve. Well, yes. Well, I suppose I could be wrong about this. However, the point was that during the dad talk, Batman's father... Oh, I mean, I mean that looks like he's Alfred... Yeah. Yeah, he's Michael Caine. Yeah, he's he's not Batman, but he's Alfred. So, so that's he, what I said. He played in the Batman movies. I was thinking we were saying he played. No, Batman. no, no. I, I didn't no, even know he was in one Christian of the movies. Christian Bale was Batman, Bruce Wayne, and Michael Caine was yes, Sir Butler. Sir Michael Caine. Ooh. And so he he reminded Bruce Wayne about what his father had told him when he fell down the well. And had the experience with being afraid of the bats. He said, why do we fall down? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. Well, but that's not the thought I'm having as I'm falling down. No, this was after the fact. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, it's not the fall that hurts. It's It's the the sudden stop at the end. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know the, right. the emotional turmoil of falling. I feel like that could hurt. So that was our first uh, official guest on this show, brother uh, Mike uh, Ronnie Johnson, uh, Michael Kane, yeah, Michael Kane, <laughs> sir, sir Michael Kane. I'm sure I don't have the correct accent. Not right, oi, bruv. Right then, what what you want to say about that? Oi, Mamsie, how's the dinner? <laughs> oh, I think that's a little more Irish and a little less Michael King. Well, they'll have to have Bert come on someday. Well, we should try to. So in Vermont, they have a, their own unique accent in Vermont, which you probably could hear pretty good with Brother Ronnie Johnson here. Well, compared to his father, but. Well, I'm not sure you quite understand where I'm coming from. Well, I think I do. <laughs> You've not... got a really strange one. Well, because I, I came from someplace else. Yeah, first. you're too well traveled. <laughs> well, I, uh, let me practice on this, okay? So, we'll we'll get people to to tell us whether it's any good or not. Um, accents with Bob. Accents with Bob. Okay. okay. Dad talk and accents with Bob. <laughs> Still up in the air about relationships with Bob. Yeah. 
Well, I actually, that could be complications with Bob. Well, no, I I think I've pretty much figured out all the things not to do in a relationship. So if you ask me, I could tell you all that. <laughs> you would be an expert in such things. Oh yes, yes. I can see a red sign coming a long way down the road because I'm I'm like I've been on that road and I know what the end of it looks like. So. And um, it's all cones, barriers, and red flags. Lots of glass. <laughs> and I plowed right into them, head so, on. Uh, what would Bert say I, about that? I, I see, I'm trying to get my Vermont accent. Hold on a second, I gotta dial it in, right? Yeah, all right, yeah, okay then. What's, what you say? No, that's, that's not an idea. No. You're getting a little bit of Irish again. Getting a little bit of Irish again, are you? <laughs> well, then we'll just stick with or that. maybe some Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> how about some Well, Texas? if you learn how to say hi to a Hoyt... All in one shot, you just say, hoi, hoi. <laughs> That's high to a hoi. Right. So next time I see the guys plowing the roads in Tunbridge, I'll just hoi, hoi. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the thing. How's dinner, Sister Johnson? As long as we don't end up with a movie from an earlier time. What's up? So you're going to uh, go through this and, and edit it, right? Well, the goal, no. I don't want to edit it. I'll make audio adjustments, like, you know, if we're screaming too much, but that's pretty easy. Okay. This is our first This is our first attempt at, we're just kind of working out the kinks and yeah. the details here. We just like talking. We're just like talking. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to get used to the microphone because the conversation's not as fluid as it was last Well, you're also only example. one and a half Cokes deep. This is true. We started this up a little bit early. We, we did have a conversation about about word of wisdom, and um, that we, we touched on that. Coke, as we've been told, is not against the word of wisdom, and this is from uh, Elder uh, Brother. Um, what was his name? That was Elder uh, President McKay's. Uh, he came up here and did a fireside. Lund, Brother Lund, came up here right after we moved here, actually did a fireside up at the memorial, which they don't seem to have much of anymore. And that's as far down that road as we'll go. But anyway, so Brother Lund... Yeah, that's a rabbit hole that we don't want to venture right now. It's all dark down there. <laughs> so, no, it's all dark up there. <laughs> well, anyway, so Brother Lund did a fireside up at, uh, at the Joseph Smith Birthplace Memorial, which used to be a place that you could go and watch firesides. And have family home evenings and all kinds of other neat activities. And he said that in a conversation with President David O. McKay, that the question was put to him, is Coca-Cola against the word of wisdom? And David O. McKay said, no, Coca-Cola is not against the word of wisdom, but neither is gasoline. And we don't see people drinking gasoline now, do we? <laughs> true story. That's a true story, and that's a very good statement. I would never drink gasoline. <laughs> but we do have people that would put it in plastic bags. Yeah, I've seen people put in plastic jugs, too, and that doesn't work out real well, either. That is definitely not real well. No. Thinking. That, that is a kind of a poor decision. So Vermont Lapse is... Lapse in judgment. Vermont is a state that is... Uh, should we talk about Vermont? We can't talk too much about the church here, although no. the two kind of run parallel, so we can talk about Vermont a little bit. Well, I do know that Vermonters are not afraid 
real Vermonters to are make not do. afraid to put a freshly hit deer in the trunk of their freshly purchased vehicle. <laughs> you know this from experience. I have loaded several <laughs> recently deceased deer into the trunks of vehicles that had not seen blood before. <laughs> this reminds me of a story. So I grew up down in Connecticut, central Connecticut. Ken and I actually grew up in the same town. And uh, so there's this story. This fellow hit this deer and, and killed it. And he put it in the back of his station wagon to take it home. And halfway home, the deer woke up. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine what that poor terrified animal did to the inside of that car. <laughs> Jeez. And it did a similar thing to an acquaintance of my his uh, CJ5 Jeep with a soft top on it. It ended up being a, a multi, convertible. multi-verse convertible. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honey, I can see the mood. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yep. Be sure that the critter is completely deceased, not just as is said in uh, the movie The Princess Bride. I think it's only mostly dead. Well, Bob, do you want to do... <laughs> Give the people a teaser of of life in Vermont, and that can be our our first official. Sure. You know, not scripted, but more organized. Like we have topics, and you know, there was a, a radio show once on NPR called Prairie Home Companion. Did you ever watch that? Listen to that with Garrison Keillor. Yes. And uh, and a couple I, of it, times, it kind of reminds me a lot about Vermont because uh, so Vermont has a lot of really small towns. And uh, everybody in, within each of these towns is related, so there's only like maybe three names in the in whole fact, town. I had someone walk up to me this summer and said, "Wow, you're really tall. I've never seen such a tall New England woman." Where were they from? New York? Utah. Oh well, I mean, that goes without saying. Huh? Yeah. I'm confused as to how that was related to three names in Vermont. Well, are New England women known to be short? I wasn't aware. Just of most that. women out in Utah aren't. I mean, I think Deborah was the tallest lady I'd seen in a while. Huh? Yeah, you Coast. certainly Besides, don't compete like, with her. Besides, like my old dance no. teacher. No, that's why they didn't get along to start because she was terrified of her. <laughs> yeah, I thought Deborah could throw me like super duper far. She probably could. Yeah, well, she like just has it. Block ten and. I, <laughs> I weigh more now, so I don't think she could. Yeah, but. <laughs> so, so give him a teaser, Bob, of, of Vermont. So uh, living in Vermont is like moving back into the 1950s and 60s. Man, I didn't think we were that far back. Well, I did, I, okay, we moved here, and there was no internet access whatsoever in 2010, 2011. <laughs> 2012. That's not true. We had dial-up. <laughs> was, oh. And actually. When Y2K happened, Vermont did have a statewide blackout <laughs> just because we wanted to be in good measure. They just wanted to be form. proactive. We're shutting it down now. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Ten minutes to midnight. And so Ten after midnight, we'll just turn it back on. It won't affect us. So uh, uh, so that, that was the one thing is that there was no Internet access in Vermont. And uh, then we had a company called... Um, uh, what was the name of that? What's the name of that worthless company that they used? Fairpoint. For, Fairpoint Communications, <laughs> who they who had 
but yeah, they they were bought out by Consolidated, but it used to be Marbell. Oh, yes. Well, New England Telephone. It went to Verizon for a while, and then and then it went to Fairpoint or whatever. Anyway, they were I literally think that they were probably the worst company I've ever been associated with in my life. So they couldn't keep the internet running. You know, you turn on the TV and and try to watch a Netflix show, and it would be like that little circle in the middle of the, the TV. circle of death. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, uh, so recently though, we actually jumped into the 21st century with FiberNet at our house, which has been marvelous. Fiber optic internet. Yes. From EC Fiber. Um, other things about Vermont that were different. There's a plug. <laughs> Zero cell service. Zero cell service. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, I, it just doesn't exist here. So, you know, your phone's probably working fine when you come to Vermont. There's just no towers around here. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but Chelsea now has f- cell phone service, I guess, up there, which is a big move because that's like way up in the, the primitive part of Vermont. And then... Um, where they are in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> where they are in the 50s and 60s. I mean, there's pros and cons with that. So we could say some of the pros, and we could joke around about some of the negative parts. Um, you learn quickly in Vermont. You don't make fun of anybody because somebody's cousin's going to hear about it. And, and uh, you know. And then you have three-quarters of a town against you because right. they're all related. And, and even though they all hate each other, if you join sides with any of them and say something negative about they all join against you because you're the outsider. And so you don't do that. But when I came to Vermont... Uh, I left a note on the firehouse door, and they were very open to me joining the fire department. So I joined the fire department within a month after moving here, and uh, which was different than Utah. So you could talk about the differences of living in Vermont compared to living in Utah. Uh, when I lived in Utah, I was on search and rescue and did some of that. Um, but I wanted to be on the fire department, and the answer was no, because my pedigree... Oh, jeez. My pedigree... <laughs> Did not include somebody that walked across the plains in three feet of snow uphill both ways. And so I didn't I didn't join the fire department. And one of my concepts or my misconceptions about Vermont was that Vermont is a very closed and very um, unfriendly state. And and that actually is not true. And so we can leave it at that. You're right. Yeah. Right then. <laughs> well, that's a little more like an Aussie sailor, but yeah. sure. Accents. You know, I, 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 you know, I used to do accents all the time when I was, you know, an uncle. My kids and I would call up people and say, "Hello, yes, is is Brian there? No, this is Frank. It's not Uncle Bob. What are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, so we come up with we do this to each other all the time. We had a lot of fun with that stuff. So I, I have a lot of voices. They're a little bit rusty. And, and Vermont accent, it's not an well, easy Well, when we one. do accents with Bob, you can... You... That Vermont was a table is, in the background. Vermont is not an easy accent to, uh, to copy. It's, uh... But it is very yeah, close yeah, 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 to... Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. very close to Irish, though. Yeah. You know, we, we really New need to England, have... New England, England. If, if we have actually a group of people who listen to this anywhere in the world... <laughs> We will invite William uh, Pease to come up and, and interview with us, <laughs> and he would probably be the best example of a New England Vermont accent of anybody I could ever hope to do. 
What's going to be hard is we'll have to have subtitles with that. Because right. <laughs> Some people have to translate, which would probably be your dad, because he speaks the same language. But Vermont does have... Well, a, I can. <laughs> Vermont does have its own uh, unique uh, conversational accent. And if you're in a room full of Vermonters and they don't want you to know what they're saying, they just slip into their native tongue. Native and, tongue, yeah. And uh, then you're, you're clueless. Yeah, so that reminds me of a story. I was over at the Joseph Smith Birthplace Memorial with my former business partner, and we was doing back mulch around the trees, nice and neat-like, you know. I need to drink. So we started <laughs> Jeez. into work one day, and this couple of gals come from out of town, stopped and asked me some questions. One of them questions was, does this road go to Tunbridge? And I said, yeah, it does. And then she said, well, do you know how far it is to Tunbridge on this road? I said, yeah, yeah I do. I do. <laughs> I've then, run it a few times. <laughs> and then she asked me, well, would, can you tell me? Yes, I How can. far it is to Tunbridge on this road? And I said, yup, I can. <laughs> And then my former business partner threw a rake at me and said, Why don't you just answer the question she's asking instead of answering the questions you want to? <laughs> and I said, Yup, take you about 15 minutes to get there from here if you drive nice and slow and enjoy the scenery. That's beautiful. Yeah. That was... I, I, actually... Do you need a, a tissue? I almost got tears in my eyes. <laughs> Man. <laughs> But that's, that's a little bit of Vermont accent from a native Vermonter who's never left the state of Vermont, by the way. More than once yeah, or twice. Yeah, just my spirit has. My body decided to stay. That's right. It was too busy down at the depot for me to go any further. With that, we'll call it a night. Yeah, there's episode... We'll say episode zero. Episode zero. Of the Kibble Show. Episode one... It'll come out sometime. Yeah, I'll be gone for two weeks, so it'll be the first Saturday of December. How's that? Sure. Right then. Plenty you know, of <laughs> sounds like a date. Right then. Well, I've got a date down in Texas, but we won't talk about that. Well, right. that can be, you know... Part when, of the show. Yeah, Follow when, up with Bob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a date. Also, let us know uh, what we should talk about. We have We have a list of ideas that we can for sure talk about, but... There are certain things. And we're not afraid to talk about anything. Yeah. Just just bring it on. Gospel topics. I'm a genealogist. So yeah, Here's your sponsor. Spo sponsored by the Family History Center. Because by, that's your South place. Royalton Family History Center. I'm the director of the Family History Center. So you can ask family history questions as well. We're happy to answer those. We can be serious. We can be slapstick. We prefer slapstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway... Thanks for your time, guys. 